weird dictaphone I found in a ditch. This is Crashly. I am having quite a time. Oh, it's been a roller coaster. So basically, like for a little while, okay, have you ever seen your dictaphone? You probably haven't, but whatever, there's robots everywhere. I'm freaking out. Have you ever seen that old movie? It's called like Asteroid or Meteor or something. And the guy from Die Hard, which is an older movie that is a Christmas movie, we used to have to watch it. Anyway, wow, I'm freaking out. Okay. So that guy has to decide to like let himself like um blow up an asteroid or a meteor or something and die so that everyone else can live. And I thought I had to do that. But then I had like a really nice conversation with my daughter, mom, like mom, daughter, lady. Um, She's my best friend and my daughter and she's my mom. And we braided each other's hair. And I told her about like um Genesis, ugh, who's like annoying, but pretty. And anyway, she was like, Genesis has a personality. And I think it's going to be another old movie like a my giant situation. So maybe they're making friends. I don't know. A lot's going on. I kicked a robot's head off, which felt amazing. And now I have to find like whatever old like iMac is holding Dr. Inajar and destroy it. And then maybe I can save the world. I don't know what's going to happen, but like I'm amped. I'm amped. Love, Crashly. Hello, friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of cold-hearted corporatists and faded futures in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And there's three things I've learned about life. You either like it, love it, or you gotta have it. Hi, my name is Jeff Murdoch, and my character is Samuel Richter, the spell slinger. Psych. <laughs> I got y'all so good. It's me, Adam Miller. What the hell? Yeah. How's that feel? <laughs> but you're not harboring any grudges, right? Wow. Hi, I'm Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the chosen. Crashly is not a film buff, and she's not buff. But she is like Buffy, the vampire slayer, without the vampires. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler. And this week, my fun fact is that if I don't get Crashly back, I'm going to kill somebody. Hi, I'm Alan Linick, and I play Derek Fleifer, the Divine. And I've been salutatorian 44 times. Where we left off, the club is split, as it often is. Adam Miller and Shamanda are at the hydroelectric station. Crashly is on top of a mechanical monstrosity semi-truck rig barreling down a highway, while Susan and Derek are racing towards that very same rig in a golf cart. Well, technically, Susan is in the golf cart and Derek is heeling behind it. Crashly, you have just kicked the head off of what you've discovered to be robotic Dr. Inajar. And as soon as you do, not only do you feel great, but you also feel a shift in the rig underneath you as it starts to sort of lose control of itself. And I'm going to have you go ahead and act under pressure as it starts to wobble back and forth across the lines of the, the highway. Okay. I got a six. 
Uh, great. Crashly, yeah, it starts, it just immediately starts to lose control of itself. It does not lose speed. If anything, it gains speed. But you realize in a moment, this was clearly being piloted by a connection with the robot. And as it's moving and swerving, it tilts and you just lose your footing and you fall off the side. You grab hard onto the edge of it. I think you are able to hold on, but only barely by your fingertips. You are dangling off the side of this big rig as it speeds down the highway. Susan and Derek, you're driving on the golf cart. Susan, I think you can spot in the distance this big rig. Truly, it's, I'm trying to think of, if you imagined the back of a semi truck, but instead of a container, it was a Borg cube in the shape of like a rectangle. That's kind of what this looks like. This is like a very disturbing, just sort of something fundamentally wrong with it um, view of robotics and science as this is barreling down the highway. And you can see there's no one in the driver seat of this semi truck at all. In fact, I mean, you, there is no real driver's seat. It's all just sort of the same thing the whole way through, completely automated. It is everything uh, we are worried that will happen with Tesla mm-hmm. is in this in this thing right now. Sorry to all of our Tesla fans out there. Wow. <sighs> wow. Wow. Get a real, get a real car. <laughs> a real electric car. I still support electric cars, but I mean, like, come on, Tesla's the yeah. best. Sponsor us Honda. Oh my god, we're trending already, guys. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. uh, You saying all that just now, Tyler, seems like a bad time to tell you that I have a shell sponsorship that we need to drop. Bring them gas prices down, my dude. I would take any sponsorship. Uh, Except for a a bald trimming razor. That's That's the only one we will not. That wasn't real. Listen, if they're listening... You got to pay us first. That's yeah. right. Anywho, as you're uh, barreling forward, then so Susan, you're uh, a de- still a decent ways away. I think you're too far to see Crashly, but you do see this rig starting to lose control of itself. Derek is hanging on to the back, uh, like passenger post of this golf cart. You are speeding down the highway at 15 miles per hour. What do you do, Susan? I would like to read a bad situation. Uh, we don't have that move anymore, but you can do uh, what's going on here. Yes, I'm sorry. That is what I want to do. Okay, great. Yeah, so uh, say what it is you're doing. Uh, so to to read the the move off for those at home, when you closely study a situation or person in order to see the bigger picture, say how you do it, then ask me a question and roll plus sharp. So say what you're doing in this moment. Ask me your question and then roll and we'll see what the answer is. Okay. I guess I'm trying to um, see if I can find out. I feel like I'm still just trying to make this read a bad situation. I'm sorry if that's um, annoying. It's fine with me. But what I really want to figure out is like, basically, where is Crashly in all of this? Because I can't see her, right? And I want to see like what the biggest danger is to her and us. The most immediate danger is what I'm trying to figure out. And yeah, I guess totally. what I would be doing is trying to, of course, stop that. But I don't know what to say yet for what I'm doing. Oh, I'm just knowing. describing character. Describe, you know, Susan being cool about it is really all it is. Oh, it's just being like, Tyler, you know, you Susan scans it. the truck and looks around or like Susan uses her sense of taste to taste the air, you know, however you want to flavor it. Ooh, like, yes, just give make, us a little flavor yes. about it. 
about so it. So mm-hmm. Tyler, not Tyler. My name is Susan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, help. Come get me. Send me an Uber to my house. Do, do the snake thing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Susan is going to like do an ill-advised thing in the golf cart and just hold on with one hand and keep one foot in and just kind of hang out of it, looking out into the air. Mm-hmm. And she's going to like lick her finger and put it into the wind. And like... <laughs> I don't scream in a jar, even creepier. I'm just whispering his name. Mm. Mm. And like my eyes are dead. Just hollow. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. I rolled a nine and I have a two. So 11. Hell yeah. So I will answer honestly, including I will answer your question completely honestly and giving you any clarification or follow up questions that you need. So what is the. Opening question. You just want to know where Crashly is. Where's Crashly? Um, what's the most immediate danger? I mean, Crashly, I think as you're doing that, you uh, hold your finger up to the wind. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. And um, so you can definitely feel which way the wind is flowing and it's towards you. And I think, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how holding your finger up to the wind results in this. Um, yeah. Here's what it is. Susan, you are so livid truly closest to like i was gonna say a mama bear but it's more like an auntie bear because you're not you don't necessarily have maternal instincts you just have familial instincts is my read on it yeah the maddest i've ever been even close to this is when i played Derek in scategories i mean to say scrabble but scategories will work too i am on fire yeah (laughs) agreed you are so angry that your mentee the the person that you really have spent the most time with in in mystery county is in this situation uh that you're just cold and all of your senses are alive to the point that you with that finger you feel the slight change in wind pressure that signals to you that a small body has just shifted and fallen off to the side and is hanging off the side of this truck and you can tell it is on the driver's side about halfway down the rig you can just feel that in the air so that's you have a pretty clear view that that is or feel that that is where Crashly is. In terms of the biggest danger, it is falling off this truck. Uh, she's hanging on for dear life. But the truck is, you're watching it sort of start to shift its form. Not, it's still holding the shape of like a rectangle, but like watching parts of it reconfigure and things as it seems to be trying to find stability, but not have whatever it was that was keeping it in place. Also, uh, you don't have your third eye open in this moment necessarily, but you have before. And that sort of stink of like magic that has been created through other means, like uh, repurposed technological magic is just oozing out here. This is this thing that you are looking at is something that really shouldn't exist in this reality is very clear to you and is causing distortions like literally to reality but also to like magic and how everything like physics and everything is just a little off around it so um i think that that does that read as the biggest yes. threat to you it 100 yeah. percent. so what do you do in this moment um i am going to uh just kind of jump over Derek, do I get the idea I could get there quick enough? Let me just straight up ask. Mm. Do I get the idea I could get there quick enough with the golf cart or something bigger needed? I mean, if you have something bigger that you can do, that would be 
cool. Obviously, get there. You they're there faster. It's coming towards you, and you're going to it, so you will get there. But yeah, it's not necessarily the fastest way to get there. So I would like to use magic okay. to do one thing that is beyond human limitations. I love it. Great. And guess what, Tyler? It's that I'm going to sprout wings. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Ah. This is a big deal. Guess okay. What? And this is not like, yeah, this is not normally where I'm at, but I'm messing with some darker stuff right now in my mood. Basically. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Susan, go ahead. Roll plus weird. And, uh, yeah, well, for, first roll plus weird. Let's see how this yeah, goes. Yeah, and I burn a luck. Wow. Okay, shit, Susan. Shit. Yeah. Ooh. Well, damn. Ooh. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. note what your luck cost is because I think this is important for me to remember. Yeah. You discover something happening now. You discover something happening now is related to something you were involved in years ago. Okay, great. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That does, does. make sense. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to that. That's not going to reveal itself right now, but at some point that will come up. So you get uh, 10 plus your magic works without issue. You're choosing your effect is to do one thing that is beyond human limitations. Yeah. How does this spell happen? What do you do? Um, it's a little gory uh, because it's not like they just magically appear. It rip the wings like rip through my back and they're like feathered and like I, I'm picturing like a five foot span. Okay. And so I'm going to just jump out of the car and take a running start <laughs> off into no, the sky. No, I do have to check one <laughs> thing. A five foot span, like five foot a cr total uh, across or on each side? No, five foot each. Okay. Mm. Okay. Because I was imagining <laughs> no, that would two, be two really and a half cute. foot. That would be really cute though. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> oh, and they're like deep, deep green. Deep green. Mm. So you have parrot wings? I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's no other option here. No, absolutely but like not. But a little spookier. Mm. Okay. But it's feathered, so it's spooky, yeah. though. You don't okay. feel good when you see it. Oh, yeah, I get mm -hmm. it. What is the spell that you do? Like, how did, how, because, you know, sometimes your spell, often your spell involves um, words that you do. Sometimes it has ingredients. What is the spell for growing wings? Um, It's a spoken spell. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. Um. <laughs> And this is what it is. It's um, <laughs> um uh, it is what it is. Is it's crot? Uh, it's um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, no. Oh wow! You know, I got it. This is what it is. It, crot? I think that's a cool word. I do too. It, I was trying to think of a craw joke. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. Crot. You got it. Nailed it. I got this. Here's what it is. Here's what I do. And this is mm -hmm. a lot of suspense for something really cool. And I'm just working up to it. <laughs> I'm going to say. And it works. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From your. Uh, yeah. You've previously encountered the monster craw. You, you in fact, destroyed. It, I believe I slept with it and then destroyed it. Yeah, <laughs> after it was consumed by the bundle grub. So yeah, you uh, you managed to uh, kind of pull that the winged part of its, its essence into yourself. Oh my god, is all of your magic just things that people you've slept with could do? <laughs> Tyler, you, wow. no, that's crazy. No, that's wild. That's not true. I'm winking. I am winking over here. <laughs> um, yeah, and so or been intimate with at the very least. Uh, yeah. So you do that, Derek, you watch as Susan 
leaps from the wheel of the golf cart and it starts to just veer across the highway, certainly not having great alignment as you are um, holding on with your heelys. Susan leaps onto your back and then sprouts horrific, like unsettlingly green feathered wings and starts to lift. Do you let her pick you up? Sure. Great. And I and when you when you do, Susan, as you lift me off into the air, I go, Wee <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Your Heelys just uh continuing to spin in the air as you two lift up. Yeah, Susan, you uh lift Derek. The golf cart just goes and careens into the um the ditch at the side of the road, and you are flying with all possible speed at the big rig. Are you saying anything to Derek or um no, I'm going okay. to point to where Crashly is, but I'm just beyond words. Great. We're going to cut over to while you're doing that, we're going to cut over to Adam and Shamanda. You two are in the hydroelectric station. There's still a pitched battle going outside. You can hear it faintly in the distance. You're in this room that is that could only be described as, again, like a really shitty bachelor's studio apartment. It's uh, just so sad in here. There's really nothing other than like a mini fridge, a microwave, a small twin bed, and yeah. shelves of Beanie Babies. Adam loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the only other thing, there are two things notable for you. One is it's incredibly cold in this room, colder than it's been anywhere else, even outside, currently in the dead of winter, uh, to the point that there's like frost rime over all of the Beanie Babies and appliances. And you see a door on the other side starting to shut and you see the sensible flats that you know are worn by Genesis. Can I say, um, uh, I'm in, in this moment where I'm about to meet my ex's ex, because <laughs> yeah. I, Crashly has definitely been texting me all about Genesis um, since the beginning. Like, I've been acting like I don't really know. So to do some, like, emotional maintenance before we cross that threshold, I want to use my hold um, and say that I took this class called Sister Act. <laughs> this emotional Hell, recovery yeah. class oh I took at the dojo to get a plus one on going forward so I know how to like um so I can act cool because mm -hmm. I'm in like in such bad health I think I should yeah I be love able that. to help out and act I think under that's pressure. really great yeah so yeah you will be able to on the next time that you have to roll you get to add one to it okay as you steal yourself for meeting Genesis and I believe where we last left off, Adam Miller, you were calling out Jenny. Yeah. Uh, so let's just pick up there. Uh, you do that. Jenny. <laughs> and Genesis, <laughs> uh, you you see the, the door shut. And for a moment, you think like, oh, uh, she just walked on. And then the door opens and she says, Adam? Yeah. Hi. What are you doing here? Oh, we're a Hi, I'm Shamanda. You're Jeffrey? Uh, no, uh, that's Jenny. Oh, Jeffrey, cool. What are you doing, Shamanda? Uh, okay, it's Genesis. It's really Jeff. nice to see you, Adam. I'm sorry, we have to go. We're abducting Hank. Oh, I, Jenny. Bye. And then she turns and keeps moving. I charge. I, I follow. Okay, great. Oh, so you're into girls who kidnap other people? Great. Let's go. 
Yeah, I guess that's what I saw in you, too. <laughs> um, I'm a powerful woman who has a literal army, and I'm riding a horse. So, Let's, excuse you. Yeah, well, you're riding a deer. And, <laughs> and, uh, and Trammell goes, yes, she freed us all. Yeah. I'm a liberator, okay? But yeah, let's go see your ex. Okay, listen, let's not be weird about it, okay? I'm not being weird. I took a class called Sister Act. What is that? You're saying it's this a- as you open the door on the other <laughs> side, and you see a long hallway about halfway down it. This is just a basic, like, concrete hallway. At the end of it, there's like a T-juncture. About halfway down, you see Genesis holding on to Hank, who looks confused and scared he has his hands are in the those cuffs that you've seen him enter the the station before and there is uh well and then adam you see ted romstall there as well dressed in chamber like a full chamber of commerce guard gear uh-huh. and he looks he looks like he has been working at the for the chamber of commerce for years truly even just his uh, nonverbal performance is stunning wow shamanda you just see it looks like kind of crazy shit is this? Yeah, Genesis is just walking with the Chamber of Commerce guard with Hank in tow. And they're just walking down as you two kind of uh, bicker over Sister Act. Hey, you two, stop! Oh, Jenny, don't worry about him. Let's keep moving. No, I honk my air horn at them. Okay, uh, so your air horn does would be like an attack. So go ahead and... Let's see here. Do I want to? I think this is a kick some ass. Yeah, I think, for sure. I think Shamanda's not fucking around at this point. <laughs> so go ahead, Shamanda. Roll kick some ass. It's going to be an eight. Okay. An eight with a kick some ass. On an eight, you and your target inflict harm on each other. The way that this is going to work is that three harm that your uh, loud, close air horn does, the, the supercharged as you blast it in this long, narrow, concrete hallway, Fuck. <laughs> it is going to hit everybody. everybody. <laughs> so Ted Romstall just immediately is out, just falls to the ground, blood coming out of his ears. Oh, oh sh- Genesis looks battered significantly. You watch her sort of almost like short circuit a little bit, but then you watch her ears. I think really it's you just watch her ears they just fall off oh, and then seal over with like metal oh, to protect herself. It looks like she is not as damaged by this as you would like. I mean, I don't want to be shallow, but I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Shamanda, you have your blue eyeliner sort of mystic armor on. So you will only take two harm from this. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. As this that's still bad back. for me. Yeah, it's still rough. pretty rough. And Adam Miller, you are going to take. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have thrown my knife. I should. <laughs> no, I no, just... I love it. This is so good. Adam Miller, I'm going to have you roll. Act under pressure. Okay. I forgot that I have weapons. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? Uh, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. It's not bad, but it's a seven. <laughs> a seven, yeah. So I'm giving you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Uh, so let me think about this one second here. Also, I'm gonna do. Can I also use one of my holds to help reduce Shamanda's harm by one? I could have trampled her with my army. I don't know what I was. T- um. Yeah. Of course you can. <laughs> so I use one of my holds. Thanks. Yeah, so you're using your hold from... When I charged in, what could go wrong? Yeah, so... Oh, that's perfect. You can also use your other one, or you can use either for yourself also. 
Oh, okay. I cover her ears and my ears somehow. Great. Like, in a weird little hug. So this is the, this is the choice I'll have you do then. So you're you're doing that. So Rashawn, Shamanda takes one less harm. So you get to bump yourself. So I'm basically where I was. Yeah. So you took two. Now you're only taking one. So heavy armor gives you one. This protection gives you two. It was a three harm thing. Um, so you only will take one harm. Does that make sense? Okay. However, here's the, the option I'm going to give you, Adam Miller. You can do an extra protection. On you can you can protect yourself from an additional point of harm, or you can protect you can protect Shamanda from an additional point of harm. Uh, you know, I'll protect Shamanda. Great. So yes, now Aww. Shamanda, you take no harm from this, okay. as Thanks. Adam Miller does take one, two harm. Oh, and. You you are still up, but Adam Miller, you are currently critical. critical. Yeah, <laughs> you are in a bad a bad state. Can I throw oh. him over the sh- over on my the back of yeah. my steed? You know, you want to ride? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I should also trammel. Also, I think. Oh, trammel. Oh no, takes it. But honestly, again, trammel also being like a mechanical creature seems to have more endurance for it than others would it it still takes um harm but it does not go down but trammel staggers heavily and you uh feel their front legs start to kind of give from underneath them oh but then they're they kind of steady themselves they're just not going to be good at fighting or anything like that uh going here but they're still present uh tyler can i present this i think this is what happens to adam uh Mm -hmm. after this blast happens he is sort of blinded it's so loud (laughs) and he throws he falls backwards and his whole body takes down the entire shelf of beanie babies Mm. oh wow (laughs) at that point when that happens hank loses his fucking mind (laughs) Uh, adam falls back against the beanie babies they go down and oh i landed on a Flamingo. What's his name? <laughs> Wait, I want to look up a list right now. Just like a name one. So I scream out, oh my god, I just fell on Gilda. <laughs> no, wait, serious. I just fell on Pinky, the pink flamingo. That's the name of it. Mm, sounds rare. And Hank goes, <laughs> he goes, no, not Pinky. No, you monsters. What are you doing? And oh, he, the tag came off. Uh, turns and he, <laughs> he, he tries to turn and break free. Genesis grabs tight on his arm and she's like, I'm sorry, Hank. I cannot let you go. We need you elsewhere. Can I help Hank out? To like you a help action for him to help him get out? Yes, of course. Also, Shamanda, I am so sorry. What did you roll for your kick some ass? It was a an eight. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're uh so because you got a plus one on that from uh sacked resources, but mm-hmm. it didn't that would have been a nine, so it still would have been a mixed success. But you know what? I'm gonna say for that sect resource, Shamanda, mm-hmm. the next time you roll a nine, you can add one to it to bump it to a ten. Or the next time you roll a six, you can add one to it to bump it to a seven. Does that's this make sense? That's incredibly fair. Yeah. I feel like that's more fun. So your sister act is still in the mix. <laughs> Where were we at a moment ago? Uh, I, uh, Genesis was trying to restrain Hank. Hank was trying to get out, but I was trying to help Hank. Yeah. Um, how do you want to try to help out Hank? Um, can the hind legs of Tremel like, push genesis out of the way or like block kind of so like you're just trying to kind of charge forward 
Oh, like, but, but first, like, you know, you're trying to box her out. <laughs> um, well, G- Genesis is ahead of you guys. So like quite a, di- like a fair distance, like probably 15, 20 feet. Oh, okay. Then we, tr- we trot away. Just like, just <laughs> run forward and charge. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I think then go ahead and roll plus cool. We'll have this be an act under pressure. That's. Or, oh. or you can roll plus tough if you want it to be kick some ass. It's your I mean, choice. I mean, it's I rolled really great. It's uh, and I rolled an eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll we'll stick with act under pressure. You charge forward and uh, kind of kick it. Trammel, Trammel is going to uh, do this. Yeah, Trammel uh, charges forward uh, and just uh, is able to sort of slam into Genesis. Genesis loosens her grip for a second, and Hank starts running the other way. Genesis whips out with a fist almost faster than you can see and clocks Trammel on the side and Trammel goes down. Oh. Trammel is out. Hank is running towards Adam. Adam, what do you do? Oh, uh, so I'm getting up slowly from this pile of Beanie Babies. I think there's just like, you know, like they're sticking out of random spots on me, like <laughs> pockets and like, I don't know what just happened. Shamanda, wait for me. And I run after you got Brownie the bear hanging off you. No, Adam, no. Uh, what he, are you saying, Hank? I can't hear you. And uh, you see Brownie, or you don't see it, but uh, we would see Brownie the bear is under, is like on hanging on your arm. It falls to the ground. And as you try to go through the door entrance, you hear a rip as it oh. rips on the hinge. And you watch Hank's eyes, which are normally like kind of a a, a lovely, just like, Blue. I mean, Hank's not like the handsomest guy, but like he has really nice yeah. eyes. His eyes turn a frigid, deep blue and he starts to shake. Oh, in anger and like frustrated. He's like, no, no. And he's oh. doing that. And you're watching the the um, cuffs. They start to freeze over and glisten. Oh, I think I see that. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And I take out, uh, I reach into my pocket and um, I pull out, one second, looking up another Beanie Baby name. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull out, uh, uh, here's a complete list of Beanie Babies for the tie collector. Um, I pull out <laughs> Bongo the Monkey. Very Ooh. cute, very cute. Uh, the poem is, I climb and swing from tree to tree with friends who love to hang with me. And when we want to have more fun, I play a tune on my jungle drum and I rip it apart and sort of like throw it like a grenade towards Hank. Oh, no. Uh, Hank, uh, a, a single frozen tear rolls, oh, like sort of God. tumbles down his face like a small uh, snowball and just puffs on the ground. And he's like, Oh, gosh, maybe I've gone too far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Hank just says, Adam, there's going to be some disciplinary action. (laughs) And he snaps, (laughs) and the the handcuffs break free, and the temperature in this hallway drops 30 degrees. Whoa. Oh, my God. Okay, so Shamanda fell all of that, because how could you not? Uh, Yeah, and so it is Antarctic conditions in this place, as the, the conditions just, they get super cold, just super fast. Sorry, go ahead, Shamanda. Um, okay, so I say good uh, good night, sweet prince. Uh, you kings of York, you uh, sailors of the forest. Thank you for your your deeds, um, right? Because the I'm presuming this animal is perished. Uh, you could, I mean, at, in the moment currently, Trammel is just out. You can't tell if they're it, it, there's no like broken limbs or anything like that. So really, yes, they're just unconscious. Okay, 
Um, but but safe. And Genesis is still uh, around because yeah, gonna, Genesis is right there, right next to you. Absolutely. You are, I'm yeah. gonna um um take my air horn and put it away and pull out my baseball bat and my multi knife. So I'm gonna have a bat <laughs> in one hand and a little stabby in the other. And I say, "Bitch, you took my boyfriend." And I'm just gonna like leap hail mary, just clobber this thing. Great, Adam. Do you hear Shamanda say that? Um, let me, how should I roll in this? Susan feels her say bitch. <laughs> yeah, Adam, you do. Adam, you hear Shamanda say that. How do you feel in this moment? Uh, I feel like boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so you're running forward to hit Genesis, is that correct? Absolutely. Fucking roll to kick some ass. All right. And can I assist by throwing Beanie Babies at Genesis? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Adam is going to try to help out with this. So Adam, go ahead and roll plus cool. Shamanda, uh, what did you get? Um, I rolled an eight, but I'm going to do a plus one on my ancient fighting um weapon, which will get you to a nine. Cool. And then that ongoing is gone. Well, so you can add your sect resource ongoing to then make that a a ten if you want. I'd like to do that. I can. So, Adam, what did you roll on your help out? Um, I'm burning a luck. I wouldn't. Okay. No. Okay, I don't need to. I don't need to. I rolled a three. I rolled a three. How many lucks do you have left? I mean, you're, you're so welcome keep, to. It's yeah. just, you You know, she's already succeeded at this, so you can't help Shamanda yeah. any more than she helps herself. So if you're burning a luck, it's only to keep anything bad from happening to you. Oh, uh, I, I rolled a three. I'll, I'll, just, okay. I'll just take it. Okay, great. Shamanda... You, uh, yeah, you charge forward, you get uh, on a 10 plus, you inflict harm on each other and you get to pick one from below. You either get to add a plus one to your next roll. You get to add extra harm to her, an extra one. You get to take less harm yourself. You get to force her where you want her, or you can take something from her. Which of those would you like to do? Um, I want to take something from her. I want to like Mortal Kombat style, like reach into her and like take out her CPU or like whatever mm-hmm. her like, um, whatever uh, external hard drive or whatever keeps this bitch alive and just snatch it out. Yeah, I I will say I don't think I, I oh. you're I'm not gonna let you one shot. <laughs> All this right, well I- thing, but. <laughs> I'm I'm just telling you as I say that you're absolutely going to do that, but you're not gonna like she's not gonna be out for the count from this because um, she does have a harm capacity that she is taking that I'm I'm clocking on this. So okay, yes. so I guess I'll take plus one to my next. Okay, situation. You can do that absolutely. That like you can take a piece of her hard drive from her that will change her programming and stuff. I have no problem with that. I'm just letting oh, you know that great. that's not going to kill oh, her. Sorry. Okay. Then then okay. I want to uh, reach in. And like, I guess, a snatch of floppy drive because I don't know how old she is. Um, <laughs> of all of her memories of Adam. Wow. wow. Okay. Great. Yes. Baller. This is great. Then, so you are going to, and you're hitting with. Is this with the baseball bat in this this hit, I'm, or with the knife? I'm gonna like Ken Griffey Jr. one armed with the baseball bat to knock the oh. head, and then yes. the knife comes to the side of the neck to like stabilize it. Sheath the bat, snatch the floppy disk. Nice. Okay. For all of this, I'm going to <laughs> list that as three harm. Cool. <laughs> because uh, that's all quite a lot happening, uh, which is rad. She is uh, made of of sophisticated metal, so 
you do damage, but not as much as you would like. Because also as you hit her, she there is clearly like nanotechnology or something in which she is reconstituting as you are doing damage. But so there's this brief moment where she kind of explodes out and starts to heal up herself. And in that moment, you reach in and you pull something out and you watch a part of Genesis go dim in her eyes as and she looks over and she sees Adam while you're all fighting. And she's like, who's he? (gasps) Ouch. And you have pulled that part from her. What? Um, I stuff it into my bra and I go to a tent. <laughs> yes. The other thing that happens is she does inflict harm on you. Uh, Shamanda, you are going to take two harm. Ooh. Now you do have armor on, so you get to block one of those. So you'll okay. only take one harm as your hand gets sealed in her chest. Ooh. Oh. So your your hand with the knife is stuck in there. Tyler, you are a hand-cutting-off sicko. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, your hand's wow. not cut off. It's just stuck inside. <laughs> you wish it I do yeah, not. You, you I wish there was not no wish hand. it was. Can you hear no. the smile on I Tyler? I do not. <laughs> yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. And you know what happens is your hand gets cut off. Oh. <laughs> Tyler is the Quentin Tarantino of hands. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I mean, this is, this is Tyler's play. like George Lucas phase of having yes. everyone's arm get cut off. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Look, okay, you guys dude. put your hands in dangerous places. I have to follow the fiction. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. That's and fair. in this moment, uh, as this happens, so Adam Miller, uh, you uh, expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so as you do that, Shamanda, you rip that out with your hand and a beanie baby just bounces off of Genesis's head and... She turns and she says to, to you, Adam, down the hallway with no recognition at all. I'm sorry, sir. Why did you do that? Uh, and you can just feel she does not remember you at all in this moment. Oh, uh, and I just threw the San Francisco beanie baby at her. I She's love the twists of Lombard Street and cable <laughs> car rides are a treat. Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> over the bay. San Fran is a great place to play. And before you finish play, you feel uh, a click. As a gun goes to your temple. Oh my God. And an arm goes around behind you. And you hear. Is it a cutoff arm? What? Is it a cutoff arm? Oh no! (laughs) No, it's not a cutoff arm. You really ruined my. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, And you hear uh, loud in your ear. uh, All right, everybody, let's calm down here, huh? As Marcus Vermes walks forward with you, Adam, in that position. Oh, oh, be careful. I'm critical, dude. Now you back down. I got something you want, too. And I do the same thing with Genesis, but an awkward way, because it's my left hand in her neck or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'm sorry. I was talking to Hank, actually. Hank, it's so good to see you again. I see that things have gotten a little out of control here. Are you safe, Hank? And Hank's like, he... He broke my beanies. He broke my beanies. It was an accident. I was doing it because I was trying to save you. And Marcus is like, I'm sure that we can all find a a solution that is mutually acceptable to all of us. Can't we? Come on, everybody. And as he's doing that, you watch as Genesis lifts her arm from behind Shamanda, pointing over, and a finger just extends out and whips down like Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. (gasps) 
and it oh, busts sick. through his forehead. <gasps> oh, Marcus no. through Marcus Vermes, and oh, his uh, lifeless God. body slumps down behind you. <gasps> uh, uh, you not like this. No, I thought I didn't care. Genesis, you remember me. The, you, you saved me. So as you guys uh, experience that the stakes of this have suddenly changed drastically, we'll cut over to Crashly. Crashly, you are dangling off the side of this horrific semi-truck. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Well, okay. Um, I want to assess about how fast we're going. I, I think, you know, speed rules. You're going about 55 miles per hour. Okay. I am, gosh, because I want to like, I'm at critical... But I got a little tougher through all this. So I guess what I'm going to try to do rather than jump off is um, hoist myself into the cab. Okay. Yeah. Roll to act under pressure then. Oh, oh I, got, I got a 10. Great. You do what you set out to do. So Crashly, you uh, sort of arm over arm, pull yourself along the side of this rig and you pull yourself in. Again, this isn't like a a normal semi-truck. So there actually isn't like a driver's seat or anything, Mm -hmm. but there is like an open void in the front where presumably like a technician could go or something. So you are able to get into this truck, but Uh, there is no steering wheel or anything like that. No brakes. There's no brakes or anything. Yeah. Um, Does it look like I might be able to, is there like a control panel that I might be able to There is. Yeah. There's like uh, for sure, like a monitor and key. Well, not keyboards. It's like a touch screen. Screen. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I want to try to fucks with it um, to see if I can just get the the truck to stop. Or look, you know what? I'm going to look around the truck and see if there's anything like um, soft that I can sort of like wrap myself in or hold on to because um, I want to either jump out and abandon ship or prepare myself for a crash. Yeah, I don't know that there's there really isn't anything soft inside of the space. Like this isn't um yeah. a human space. Yeah, fair. At this point you're presuming that it's built by robots for robots. Yeah. Okay. And the only other thing that happens at this point as you're you're there and you're uh struggling figuring out what to do, the uh the radio turns on. Oh. Inside and uh what song starts to play? Why don't you build me up Buttercup? Yeah. And as that's playing, the voice changes as it's singing and then becomes that of Dr. Einajar very faintly through the this like AM radio quality. Of course. He says, oh, Crashly, Lynn, I am so disappointed in you. You think it's that easy? You think it's that easy? Please. Now, you did disrupt my control of this. That's really unfortunate. But did you think that I would actually put myself directly in danger with you? Um, I don't know. I'm 14 and you're some old creep. So just like, do you want to get bullied some more? You didn't seem to like it before. Your robot was ugly, which makes me feel like your software is from like <laughs> Windows 95. Crashly, go ahead and roll. Oh, get shit on. Roll manipulate someone and we'll see if this. Okay. Or actually, Crashly, go ahead and roll kick some ass, but roll plus charm instead of tough. Oh, that, okay. I got a six. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So of... you uh, are going to get uh, negged back harder than you negged. Uh, what does he say oh. to you that Ooh. hits you at your core? Oh, God. Um, 
I think he says, or what part of you, where, what vulnerability does he target? Uh, right now, my importance, I think like, great. And so as you're saying that he responds, he's just like, I'm sorry. I have seen all of the realities that exist, Crashly Lynn, and if you think that you can beat me, you are sorely mistaken. I think, in fact, your importance in all of this is to lose. I think you're a loser, Crashly Lynn. I think that's all you've ever been, and that's all you're ever going to be. And Crashly, I want you to take an emotional condition for this. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think it's going to either be dejected or insecure, your choice. I think insecure, for sure. Excellent. Yeah. And he says, you see, I've gamed it out, Crashly. I know a pretty good idea of what's going to take place. Today was a setback, but the difference between you and me is I can be anywhere and in anything, and I know who I am, and I know what I can do. And you don't. You're always a step behind. And so today you won the battle, but I'm going to win the war. And I I assure you, I look forward to that day. So enjoy this crash. Excuse the pun. I need to be elsewhere with one who needs my attention a little bit more right now. And then the radio turns off and the semi truck starts careening towards the ditch at the side of the road right over the river. And you can see that you are about Mm -hmm. to go plummeting into the river. Uh, I'm going gonna, to just jump out the window. Yeah, so you get up to the window and you see in the distance, you see flying at all speed towards you is Susan and Derek. They are swooping in. Susan, are you calling out? You see Crashly, Susan or Derek, are either of you saying anything as, as Crashly precariously starts to balance out as the semi truck just immediately starts to take like a, a sharp mm-hmm. left and, and barrel towards the river? Yeah, I'm just going to yell, reach out your hands. Reach out your hands! I'm definitely going to do it. Great. As you go to do that, Crashly, you experience a connection again. Ah. And you are back in that void space with Mashley. Okay. And she's there and she's like, Mom. Wow, it's still so weird to say that. Yeah. Mom, I I have a lot of news for you. Okay. It worked. Okay. What you said about Genesis, Darren... He was able to hack in and we were able to find the personality of Genesis inside. And she's so nice. Really? Yeah. She's like super friendly. And she was like totally on board. You know, she she doesn't want to work with Dr. Anajar. And so that's really great. Yeah. So like uh, that's huge. Um, But also the world is still ending and it didn't really work the way we were hoping. So he... He's going to win, mom. No. He's he's going to win. He we don't know what to do cuz he always wins. Okay? He he always finds a way to keep coming back and he beats you and then everything sets off and after that point it doesn't it doesn't matter cuz once he beats you we can't do anything here. What do you mean once he beats me? How does he beat me? Okay. So you remember how I've been trying not to tell you about like what happens and stuff cuz my Susan said that it might yeah. mess things up. Yeah, yeah. It turns out like we can't mess things up because it's all it's all fucked anyway. So he he catches you, he finally rips away the programming inside of you and figures out this number stuff that he needs and he makes the machine and it goes so wrong, mom, and everything gets so bad and uh, the <sighs> he kills you, mom. He kills you is what he does. He kills me. And does he have to like 
find me alive before he kills me or he he needs the the incoherence and that's you okay so if he finds me no matter what that's what that's what ends the world if he finds me cuz he'll beat me if he finds me always yeah pretty much okay yeah no that makes sense um you did the right thing by telling me <laughs> thanks mom and you can tell me anything, you know, like you can always come to me and tell me anything because I'm your mom and you're kind of like my mom. So, um, no, that's good because now I like have a better idea of how to, of like what to do. So that's good. That's good. Don't worry about it. I think I got it. Like that's what moms are supposed to say. And if you ever, oh, if you ever come across a DVD of a movie called like Meteor or Asteroid, I don't remember what it's called, but just it's. Not worth it. Like, don't um, watch it. I okay, don't think you'll I think, like it. Do you, do you mean Deep Impact? No, I don't think that's what it's called. It's the other one. <laughs> there is another one? I just remember what it's called. Yeah. I think it's called Asteroid or Meteor or something. Something like that. It, it's not that good. I'm just saying, like, as your mom, I'm telling you, I don't want you watching that stuff. Okay. Genesis says that it's Armageddon, I think, that you're trying to think of. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's not that good. So don't even worry about it. I don't want you watching filth like that. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Mashley, here's the deal. Listen, I want to grow up and get felt up and I guess have a kid, but it seems like it might not be a good idea. I think that like a big dramatic sacrifice might be in order, aka like I should probably not let Dr. Inajar find me alive. What? Um, I don't... Eh, Hang on. And then Mashley disappears, but you don't go anywhere. You stay in this space. Okay. And then Mashley comes back on and she's like, okay, sorry, uh, some time has passed on my end. I, yeah. sorry, I needed to talk to to my Susan. It's not like I said something really important or anything. <laughs> no well, problem. It's just my Susan says that you might be right. No. Really, Susan? Oh wow. my God. No, 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 no. Okay, it's... I'm going to try to explain it. I was kind of like saying it and hoping everyone would be like, no. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Okay. She, Stop. Because she says that she could... Well, when she was your... Your Susan could bring you back. Oh. But... Oh, because she's like super duper good at magic. That makes sense. So... Uh, that might work because then you wouldn't be you anymore because it would reincarnate into someone else and and then you you know it would it would change everything. When you say I wouldn't be me anymore, I don't hate it, but like I don't love it because like you wouldn't be the incoherence. Oh, I would just be like regular regular Crashly. That's the hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's better than the thing I was thinking about, which was like. Very dramatic and sad and like kind of out of place. So this feels better. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I think if the only thing you can do is lose, you should lose on your terms. Yeah. And my terms are like, Susan can bring me back and she can probably control like certain things about like hair length and bra size and stuff like that. So I will, yeah, no, I'm actually feeling really good about this. This is kind of like my one friend, Bridget, who got to get a nose job for her bat mitzvah. I feel like this is, well, I mean, 
that was really dramatic because everyone knew about it. But this one, I don't think people will know about it as much. So I think this could be really good for me and like the world. And then Crashly, you realize as you're saying this, Mashley is like smiling with like a, a sad, she's nodding. She's like being supportive and she looks really sad. And you are realizing as you're saying all of this, that like, if you go through with what you're going through, her entire reality will cease to exist. Am I being insensitive right now? No. It, wait, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I am getting, you look sad. And that kind of feels like it means like, maybe I won't. I really want you to do this. You do? I would rather get a chance. Like, if I'm going to be your daughter, I, I, want it, I want to grow up with you. And I never got to. Well, then. I don't, I don't want this life. I want a better one. Oh my gosh. Have you ever seen the movie about football where that one guy from the old TV show was like, I don't want your life. This is like that, but like better. I'll do it. I'll do it if you want me to. <laughs> yeah. It's varsity blues. They stopped making movies pretty shortly after, after 2006. So yeah, we have a lot of the movies that you're referencing. They're kind of all that we have in the culture. Cool. Well, I'm going to make it so that you get your own movies that are better with like Leonardo DiCaprio's like kids that are even hotter than him. So, <laughs> And Mashley is like, wow. Yeah. I want to imagine that we could live in a world with hot Leonardo DiCaprio juniors. Yeah, me too. Because he got ate by dogs in our reality. <laughs> God. <laughs> Kind of an oh, ours, no. too. Wow. Did they start with his hands? <laughs> okay. You know what? Put this podcast on pause. We're going dog hunting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want wow. revenge. I want revenge. <laughs> and Crashly, do you have any final words that you want to say to Mashley before you enact your plan? I can't wait to meet you. Seriously. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> Cool. Also, I'd be open to a different name. Just saying. <laughs> you know what, though? But I want to name you after you. Like, I would never have chosen that name. But now, like, I, you're so great. So, like, I'm going to name you after you. And you'll like it. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> wow. Um, I'm really honored by that. Thank you. You're welcome. And she's like, can I have one more hug? Yeah, let's hug. And she hugs you. And then you pass back to the moment. You are leaning out of the cab of this semi-truck as it is barreling towards the Mystery River. Susan is flying with Derek in hand towards you, screaming, reach out. And what do you say and do in this moment, Crashly? I reach out and grab the hand. Okay, great. Thank goodness yeah, it's you... still there. Yeah, no. of course. Get off my back, everybody. <laughs> Get my hand. You reach out to Derek. <laughs> Derek, you grab Crashly. Don't worry. I got you. It's just like that movie, Varsity Blues. We can't be afraid to lose. There's no room for fear in this game. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. Susan, you got to get your books because you're going to have to bring me back. Okay. I know you know how to do it. I have faith in you. I just talked to my daughter, mom, and she says it's all going to work out. Okay. So this is going to look bad. but. I'm making this decision on my own because I know you're going to bring me back. Okay, Susan? Crashly, no. Yes. 
I love you. I love you, Derek. And I let go. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Crashly? And then Crashly lets go of Derek's hand and no! falls onto the truck. And you just watch the truck spin end over end and fall Whoa. into the river. I would Jesus. like to attempt to dive after Crashly. <laughs> okay. Sense. Roll to uh, act under pressure. Dang, we okay. got to bring two people back now. Oh, Lee. Oh, nah, I'll just I'll grow a new. Oh my god! What? Um, action pressures plus cool. That is a thirteen total. Cliffhanger, man. Yeah, Derek, yeah. you dive. Derek, in this moment, Susan. Derek wriggles out of your hands and just dives down in the water of the river, splashing in with nary a drop in the air. Uh, just this perfect dive into the water and Derek you are swimming under you it's this very cool moment where like this big semi-rig truck is spinning under the water and you kind of just effortlessly swim through the cab like through one window and out the other without it touching you just like a, a dolphin under the water and you grab crashly and you breach the water and you come to shore and you swim over and you set her down and crashly is not breathing uh, oh no oh no oh no no um and i i i i'm going to i'm gonna land right next to him i'm gonna i'm gonna use i'm gonna use i i'm like tunnel total tunnel vision um i'm gonna go crashly 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 no 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 um and i'm gonna i'm gonna use lay on hands i i'm shaking shaking him yeah Derek. it doesn't work oh crashly was critical and from all of this, oh. Crashly is dead. Um, and then I, uh, there's like a, a moment of silence. Um, and I think, um, my emotions are in such turmoil that I I shred through my Derek shell and I revert into my real form. Whoa. Oh, no. So my body just like splits apart almost as if along seams and just sh shreds almost like sh it shreds so fine as to disintegrate. And where Derek Fleifer, the boy, was once standing, there is now this like rotating double helix of just mm -hmm. eyeballs and fire um, and like bright, almost blindingly yellow kind of dragonfly wings just like thrumming at a supernatural frequency they make like a high-pitched mosquito whine <laughs> i love it susan i'm gonna Whoa. have you roll yeah. plus sharp because this is going to activate your third eye whether you want it to or not so um that is a god just a six Okay, yeah, you are exposed to uh, supernatural danger. But I do level up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, Susan, uh, as Derek does this, he becomes a form that no human should see, and you are not exempt from that. No, Susan, I'm going to have you take two harm, so you're going to go critical, and then I'm going to have you take an emotional condition from this. Which emotion feels most appropriate to you? Um, I think... Uh probably afraid just straight up afraid yeah you realize now you've treated this this being like a boy when he has never been anything close to that 
And Derek, you are going to take, I think, in this moment, all of the emotional conditions, if that makes sense to you. Um, it uh, doesn't that drive me like away in a madness like a you are currently in i i believe what you have said is you've lost touch with your your humanness completely in this moment yeah so yeah you are in this moment derek you are all angel no boy as this just drives you to the breaking point and i could have just let the world reset instead of dealing with this mm. um and i open the portal to my dimensional space and i kind of like like suck through it like my body has no bones it's this just non-euclidean thing um and i just kind of like slide through it like an octopus squeezing through a little hole and then the portal closes behind me and susan you are alone next to crashley's body at the side of the river and that's where we'll end our episode for today damn my God. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and a chance to show your support. Until next time, watch out for sacrifices for the greater good. Um, can I read a poem real quickly? <laughs> yes. Yeah, is yes. it from a Beanie Babies tag? You know yes. it. Like an angel, she came from above. She shared her compassion, her pain, her love. She only stayed with us long enough to teach the world to share, to give, to reach. That's the Princess Diana, Diana. Beanie Baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Why would you pick that one? Oh, my God. Perfect. Jesus fucking Christ. I knew which one it was. Same. For the first line. Same. Same. What the hell?